We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's January 24th. It is 2024. The 24th in the 24th. Here we go. We got a game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by TJ. TJ, what's happening, my friend? Oh, not too much. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to diving into the eight game slates. I got a ticket for the $2,500 Millie Maker, so that should be fun to uh, build a lineup for, and uh, yeah, ready to dive in. I see, got my got my guy Richie Smalls in chat talking about Echo on Disney+. Plus. Loved that show, got to do some interviews at the Red Carpet premiere in Toronto, so yeah, life's good. Busy as all heck, but life is very good. That's a good disc off disc, the Echo. Um, I like it. A little, little <laughs> flippy, but uh, good disc, so... It gets a streamline, yeah, streamline disc. There you go. So plug the MVP disc, making making waves with the echo. <laughs> oh, I'm all I'm all full of jokes. Michael Porter Jr. has ruined my NBA night, so I'm ready to tackle this Wednesday slate as well. Nice little eight gamer, only a couple teams on the back to back. A lot of injury news that we'll be waiting throughout the day. Some big injury news that we'll be waiting for in that Dallas game. So. Let's dive in and have some fun. We get started with Minnesota at Washington, 232 total in this game. Minnesota 11-point favorite. Clark out for Minnesota. Hayward and Williams out. Martin and Richards questionable here. Let's start here. Oh, no. that's I was looking at Charlotte. Nobody. Washington's good to go. Uh, any interest here in the Minnesota side? Yeah, I think... Anytime a team faces Washington, we have to have a fair amount of interest in them. And so this whole starters group looks a little bit underpriced. Anthony Edwards at $8,700 has a huge ceiling. Cat obviously showed just the other day he's got a massive ceiling. Um, Gobert is still under 8K. Mike Conley down to 5300 Um, And then if this game turns ugly, Nas Reed at 4900 if he gets a little bit of extra blow run, could be an absolute smash play. So... 
I think any of the starters, uh, even like McDaniels, as fine as a salary saver, um, are totally in play. And then Nas Reed as well. I would probably want to make a group that if I play Nas Reed in a lineup, I'm not playing Edwards, Towns, Gobert, or Conley. Um, but I, uh, any of the starters, I'm fine with playing together. Yeah, Gobert really disappointed the other night against Charlotte. One of the best matchups you can get. Well, right back to another phenomenal matchup here going up against Washington. So if you were on him the other night, I think that this is definitely a spot you can jump back on um, and just kind of chalk that up as a bad game. Cat had an incredible game the other night, so no one else kind of produced as much. Um, So I don't think Cat goes nuclear again so i think you could take shots on edwards or gobert i don't hate conley i think conley is more of a cash game play but yeah i mean that's really it for me i don't mind the mcdaniels call he plays 30 minutes fast-paced game good good matchup for sure washington side of this one i mean this rotation is all over the place we did see gafford come back play 30 minutes against denver we were riding the marvin bagley train and like now with Gafford back, I don't think you can touch that. Until Bagley gets – if Bagley gets into that, like, $4,500 range, 4K range, maybe we take some shots on him in large field tournaments. He's going to have – looks like he's going to have good usage off the bench. But an ugly, ugly team to play in DFS. Like, Jordan Poole played 28 minutes the other night and scored four fantasy points. Um, any interest here in the Washington side? Probably not. Like – is in a one lineup build definitely not in a in one fifty. Pool and Gafford both have pr- prices that I would maybe take a shot on. Pool less so, but Gafford at fifty eight hundred with both Towns and Gobert there, he's probably going to have to play a very solid minute uh, allotment if this one stays close and he can stay out of foul trouble. So Gafford would be the one I would be most interested in, but nobody that's going to be cracking my lineup in a single entry. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got Charlotte at Detroit. 235 total in this one. Detroit, a three-point favorite. Hey, like I just said, Hayward and Williams out. Martin and Richards questionable. Detroit is good to go. Cade Cunningham probable to return in this game. They did say that like he could have a minutes limit here, but there hasn't been anything like definite. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's start with the Charlotte side. Rogier gone. In a trade, it doesn't sound like Lowry's going to play for this team unless they can't trade him again. I think it's Brandon Miller's season at 6,100 here against Detroit. I think he's going to be the guy scoring with LaMelo. Um, I mean, just a phenomenal situation now for a lot of these Charlotte players with Rozier gone. Yeah, I wish he was still a little bit cheaper. Just so, like, if he was 5,500 again, we could, you know, just press the walk button and move on with our day at the, at the, at the small forward position, but um, 6,100, it does at least make you think about it, but I still think he's a phenomenal play bridges and ball totally in play. Um, If they, if like, if Martin is out and if Nick Richards is out, like this team is going to be stupidly thin. Um, I don't even really know at this point who we'd be wanting to take big shots on. Like PJ Washington would be a, for sure. If Nick Richards is out, um maybe mensa becomes in play at a flat 3k um but i don't think i really ever want to play mcgowan's but he might end up being out there projecting for 30 plus minutes if all these guys are out yeah i think lamello has to be one of the top plays on the entire slate even at 9600 because 
Like his fantasy point production is 1.47 fantasy points per minute, 5% usage increase with Rogier off the floor this season. So like LaMelo just absolutely smashes with no Rogier. And now we're getting a matchup with Detroit. I mean, I, I think that this is one of the best matchups LaMelo is going to have. So uh, Bridges is another person averaging 1.25 fantasy points per minute with Rogier off the floor. So I think those would be my two main targets. I, I think Miller has upside. And then, like you said, if we do get Martin and Richards out, like I think that's when you're going to be looking at playing some P.J. Washington. And I think you're going to be looking at Nick Smith here at 4,100. Uh, he's really cheap. And if those guys are out, no Rogier. I think Nick Smith, he was already kind of getting some extra minutes. I just don't think they run a run like Ish Smith out there. So I think that it will be Nick Smith instead of Ish Smith on Charlotte as far as like guard situation. If we get even on an eight game slate here, if we get Richards and Cody Martin out, I honestly feel like it's perfectly viable to play four Hornets. Like you can play Ball, Miller, Bridges, and Washington. Yeah. And like, so. Richie asked in chat, how many Hornets is your max? Well, if Richards and Martin end up sitting, I think three. I think you could play three Charlotte players in this game. If those guys if, play, I think I'd cap it at two. If both of those guys are out, I think it's four for me. And if they're both in, then I think it's two is probably ideal, but you can go up to three if you're game stacking. All right, let's go to the Detroit side. Cade Cunningham probable. Um, obviously, we don't know what he'll be looking at minutes wise it was a knee injury they did have they did say he's been practicing a little bit but i would assume that they're very careful here with cade you know this is a very young team just in general detroit what are your thoughts here on the the piston side yeah especially if we get word that cade's minutes limit is you know going to be 20 to 25 minutes something like that i think you can definitely take a shot on ivy again He's been crushing, and while obviously it'll be a hit when Cunningham's out there, I'd assume they'd have some sort of stagger. Um, and if if Kate is limited, Ivy could probably ha still have a pretty big game. Um, $6,800 for Jalen Duran, I think, is a fantastic price tag. I like him quite a bit. I know I want to play a bunch of Charlotte guys, and so I probably want to make sure I'm running it back with at least one or two Detroit players here. And so Duran would probably be my first choice, but a $5,800 Bogdanovich that's totally in play. Um, $5,500 Isaiah Stewart. He came off the bench last game and it ended up being the best thing to ever happen to him. Obviously we can't expect five blocks and two steals every game, but um, eight free throws, nine shot attempts, six threes. Um, it's uh, I, I think he would even be a little bit in play here against a team like Charlotte. I probably want to set a rule. I only play one of Stewart and Durham, but uh, I think they're both in play. I just, again, want to hammer home, like, this is a spot with Cunningham coming back. It's going to potentially hurt some people. Um, we, we saw, like, Thompson get some extra run. I don't think Cade coming back hurts Duren, and Charlotte's one of the best big matchups for bigs in the NBA. So I, I think Duren is probably my favorite play here, but I love the Isaiah Stewart call. I, I think Isaiah Stewart is a phenomenal GPP play on this slate i'm probably gonna stay away from the guards and just focus on the big men in this spot 
Because I yeah. want to run, like, I'm going to have so much exposure to Charlotte. I'm going to want to play at least one Detroit player here. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I am in the exact same boat as you. I'm honestly even tempted to just, like, throw in. If I if, if we get all these guys out for, for Charlotte, I am tempted to just go four Charlotte players, two Detroit players, and hope this game stays somewhat close. All right, moving on. We got Memphis at Miami, 214 total. Miami is a 10-point favorite. Adam, Sante, Bain, Clark, Morant, Rose, Smart out for Memphis. Jaka is doubtful and Rozier questionable. Um, there was a report that said that he could potentially make his debut, but it's still the, the trade is still pending. So if that's uh, luckily this is a 730 game, we should have this news in plenty of time. It matters a lot here um, whether or not Rozier plays for Miami. So let's start with the Memphis side. Talked about Triple J the other night against Toronto. He's just going to keep producing here. They have so many people out. He's going to need to score. He's going to need to take 20 shots a game. Tough matchup. Outside of Triple J, I mean, I think Kennard's price is kind of caught up. I think Roddy, you kind of expect him to play more minutes, but they've been giving Gregory Jackson extra minutes. I think like it's Triple J or nobody here for me on the Memphis side. I think I'm a little bit more interested in some of these ancillary ancillary pieces for Memphis. The thing that worries me about Triple J is his price is starting to kind of cre- cre- uh, creep back up to where it should be. And, like, I'm worried about a blow-up in this one. Like, Memphis is so undermanned. Miami obviously isn't, like, a powerhouse, but they're still a great defensive team, and they're finally getting healthy. Um, and so I don't think I want to play too much Memphis here, but... I think JJ Triple J is totally fine if you land on him. I think Kennard is fine as a last piece. If Tillman starts, obviously Aldama is hurt. He's going to be out. If Tillman starts, I think he's in play. And then Gregory Jackson off the bench, I think, is in play. But if he starts, I think it's probably going to be a great value play. And like Conchar is still in the starting lineup playing upper 20s minutes, and he's only 4K. So like I, I do think he's in play too. Going to the Miami side, obviously, I think Rozier matters so much. If Rozier ends up playing, I'd probably stay completely away from Miami. Um, I, I want to see how the rotations would work with Rozier playing. If Rozier ends up sitting, Lowry, Lowry being out and being part of that trade, I don't think matters a lot. Um, it is going to open up 20 to 25 minutes if Rozier doesn't end up playing in this game. I assume it'd be Josh Richardson who kind of steps into that role and plays 25 plus minutes, but you can't trust him. Um, He stands on the court and does a lot of nothing. So I I think if Rozier sits, I think you're taking shots on hero Butler bam if you want to, but this is a game where I'm just not super interested. Maybe Kayla Martin at five K would pique my interest a little bit, but not a great basketball game overall. One of the lowest, the lowest total that we have on the slate. Richardson and Martin kind of fit in that same range to me as like John Conchar and Luke Kennard, where it's like, yeah, if you land there as a last piece, sure, it's fine, but I don't really want to do it. So like, I'll probably set a rule in lineup HQ that I'll play maximum one player from each of these teams. Um, And if there's a couple of these guys that I land on, sure, fine. That's great. But um, definitely no targets. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Derek's giving me, telling me I look good with my trim beard. I have to go to the racetrack this weekend, so I have to, I had to clean up. I had to get a haircut. Um, 24 hour race. If anyone's going to the 24 hour race and wants to say hi, I'll be there um, Saturday night for sure. Cleveland at Milwaukee, 237 total in this game. Milwaukee, six and a half point favorite. Garland, Jerome, Mobley, Thompson out. Levert, questionable. And then Milwaukee's good to go. Let's talk Cleveland first. Um, again, I think people are just overlooking how bad Milwaukee is defensively. I know they fired their coach and it's not going to change overnight. What are we doing here with the Cavs going up against uh, the Bucks? Yeah, I think we have to have a lot of interest in the Cavs, like up and down. Donovan Mitchell at 9,700. He's just been showing a massive ceiling lately. He only played 30 minutes against Orlando, which is a tough matchup and almost put up 60 fantasy points. Today in this spot, going up against Milwaukee, going up against a Dame Lillard defense. That's a best case scenario. I mean, it'll be Malik Beasley defense more likely, but still, who cares? It's Malik Beasley. Um, and so, yeah, I love Donovan Mitchell in this spot. Jared Allen has seen his price tag dec- decrease for some reason. Um, and so at $7,700, Jared Allen going up against Milwaukee, sign me right up. The only concern is foul trouble. If he doesn't get in foul trouble and plays big minutes, he's going to absolutely smash. Um, and then if you want to play the other angle, um, if, you, if you're not playing Mitchell, you're not playing Allen, I think as long as LaVert is out, you can take shots on Sam Merrill, and you can even take shots on Craig Porter Jr. Yeah, so for me, I, I love the spot for Allen. He's averaging 52 fantasy points in two meetings against the Bucks this season. This is a spot he should smash, right? Like, this is a spot he should do really well. These two teams just played a few, I mean, a week ago, really. Um, so last Wednesday, and he had a 21-13 game some assists um, is always a guy that's capable of stocks. You know, his upside in that is, is really good. So I like Allen a lot. I love the Mitchell call like point guards against this team. This season is smashed. I think you could play these two guys together. They're my two favorite calves. If Levert sits, I think you could take shots on Merrill. He's been playing really good here and Milwaukee's a great matchup for him. So um okoro is another guy that i think if mitchell or not mitchell but if lavert ends up sitting like some extra minutes but the Cavs are another team that i have a ton of interest in like i've been attacking milwaukee a lot and <laughs> you get one of the best players in the nba on the other side to run it back here with Giannis. um fantastic spot for him 
coming off of a just incredible game against Detroit the other night, 81 fantasy points. He just, his ceiling is massive. Um, Lillard has upside in any matchup as well. I prefer Giannis if I'm going to spend 8,900 on Lillard. I think I'm just going to find the extra money to get to Giannis. I think his ceiling is higher on a nightly basis. What are you doing here with the Milwaukee Bucks? So originally I was going to say not much, just, you know, maybe I'll play Giannis and if not, I'm good. Um, it's a pace down spot against Cleveland. Cleveland's fairly good defensively, not as good without Mobley, but still pretty good. But these prices have just dropped all of a sudden. Why is Chris Middleton $800 cheaper than he was last, last slate? $6,600 Chris Middleton playing over 30 minutes? Absolutely. Sign me up. Um, Brooke Lopez has always been a guy who kind of goes in streaks. When he's playing well, when he's hitting his threes, he's put, he puts up a lot of fantasy points in stretches. And he's had back-to-back uh, to his two best games of the season. Uh, so I think he's absolutely in play. And then in lineups that I'm not playing Lopez or Giannis, I think I even think uh, like Bobby Portis is cheap enough. You could take a shot, but I just think there's so many great options on the site. You probably don't need that. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you wanted to take some shots on Middleton, this isn't the worst spot. I really think that Giannis is the guy I want to pay up for here. I don't mind Lopez because like Lopez is going to need to play, you know, minutes in this game, but. I mean, he just played this team, and they absolutely got smashed by the Cavs. So you worry about you worry about that a little bit, but I think that this game will be very competitive, and I think it'll be a really good game. So Portland at Houston, two twenty one total. Houston ten point favorite. Portland back to back, so we won't have an injury report for them on the Houston side. Easton's out. Bullock and Green questionable. Let's start with Portland. They did play on Tuesday night. Uh, any interest here in Portland? Everybody plays, absolutely not. X out the whole team, easy peasy, done. Um, but their prices are all decent enough that if some of these guys get ruled out, which they probably will be, um, then then they're all of a sudden one of the teams that we want to load up on. I highly doubt that Simons, Henderson, and Brogdon all play. Simons and Henderson have been dealing with illnesses and injuries, uh, have been sitting lots, and Brogdon is old and potentially still trade bait. Um, so any of these players could potentially sit. If Scoot is, if, if maybe Brogdon and Simon sit and we get starting lineup Scoot. And if that happens at his price tag at 5,700, he's almost lock button territory. So it really, really depends on the injuries and of, on, and the back-to-back. Obviously this, this only starts an hour after lock. So we might still get this news. Um, even if these guys like are listed as questionable halfway through the day. We might still get that news before lock. Um, if they all play, I don't really have any interest in anyone except for maybe like a Jeremy Grant. Um, if all of a sudden some of these guys start getting ruled out, they'll be one of the best looking teams on the slate. I don't know if you watched any of that um, OKC game, but Simons was just playing awful. Um, Brogdon too. I think Brogdon had like six or seven turnovers. I know I watched like four or five of them and Scoot was dealing, man. He had seven assists. I think he had like 18, 19 points. Um, Jabari Walker had a really solid game as well. Price-wise, I mean, Jabari Parker's upside still kind of capped even in this type of matchup. But if everyone plays, I'm with you. I'm probably out. If we are going to get some people ruled out, like you said, Brogdon, Simons, if these guys end up sitting, I think that's where I would attack. But, I mean, this is a team that nine-man rotation. So, like, 
there's some upside in, in taking some shots here. Scoot's probably my favorite. His usage off the bench was great. And like I said, he was dishing. Like he had six or seven assists. When Aiden probably sits too, so in this spot. So Jabari Walker, um, maybe even Duop Reith enters our life our, enters our life again. He played 22 minutes against the Lakers yeah. the other day. Um, if, if we can get upper 20s minutes for Reith at 4,700, that's looking like one of the better values on the slate. So um, this is really a team that it, it could be an X out the entire team or they could be my most exposed team. I really don't know yet. Yeah, Aiton has been dealing with the it was like knee tendonitis, so I think that he potentially sits and Duop Reith becomes way more interesting here, getting twenty eight ish minutes, and Walker becomes more interesting in that scenario too. So you worry a little bit about a blowout. I mean, like again, we're not in the business of trying to predict blowouts because it's impossible. The NBA, um, but yeah, you worry a little bit about this game staying close. Houston side of this one. Bullock and Green matter. Like Jalen Green being questionable here. It's an illness. So, I mean, potentially, you know, he missed Tuesday's practice if he sits in this game. I think that would open up Thompson. I think we'd see Thompson at 4,500 become an outstanding value play because, like, he probably doesn't get, like, first guy off the court situation in a blowout either. So, Jamari Smith had an incredible game against Utah the other night. We're waiting for Cam Whitmore to shoot again, but I think wait to see here what happens with Green because if he ends up sitting here, it would be a, a huge bump to Thompson for me. I think Thompson is kind of at the point where as long as he's under 5K, if Van Vliet or Green miss, we just play him in 100% of our lineups. Um, obviously, if they just start pricing him up, for just in case then we'll have to worry about that one day but as it stands right now yeah if green's out you play a ton of thompson my interest in houston is actually going to depend a lot on what happens with portland um you know kind of logically you'd think if all these portland guys are in the game will be closer i'll be more interested in houston but i actually don't really care about that because portland sucks so much that it doesn't matter who's out there on the court they can get blown out or sometimes if they're shooting well they can keep close games with people um, so I'm actually going to be more interested in Houston if all these guys are out for Portland, because if I'm not playing any Portland, then I don't really feel that need of much big of a need to play Houston. You know, like if, especially if green's in maybe a little Shangoon, maybe a little Van Vliet, but if all these guys are out for Portland and I'm playing Scoot Henderson and Walker and wreath, and I'm going to play, be playing two or three Portland players in each of my lineups, then I'm going to be a lot more interested in Houston because for these guys to reach ceilings, the game probably has to stay close. And then Van Vliet and Shangoon all of a sudden are looking pretty good. Um, having said that, even if like, say we get green out and all these Portland guys out, then I think the scoot, one of the two big men and Thompson mini stacks is one of the best things you can do. Yeah, and like, don't game log here and look at that last game and be like, oh man, these guys crushed. Well, Van Vliet was out for that game. It's a yeah. huge difference with like, that's why Thompson ended up starting and getting his first career start, his production and Jalen Green's production. Um, all these guys' production, Sangoon's production, all those guys' production goes up <laughs> with uh, Van Vliet off the floor. So wait on the news on this one and kind of adjust to it on the fly. I think Thompson showed a lot in his first ever start the other night. It was great to see him. Um, I mean, he grabbed what he grabbed double digit boards. So, all right, let's talk about the game. That is going to be the biggest headache 
or the biggest blessing, depending on when we get the news. We got Phoenix at Dallas, two forty total. Phoenix a one and a half point favorite. I will say I wrote down one and a half. Um, a lot of books have taken this game down. Bobo is out. Gordon is questionable. Lee is out. Curry, Luca, Exum, Kyrie, all questionable for Dallas. We'll talk about that in a second. Start with the Phoenix side. Booker, Durant, over 9K. Beal floating in that 7K range. Really tough team to kind of look at right now. Um, any interest here in Phoenix? Booker and Durant, I have interest in on their own. And Beal. All three of these guys, I think, are are very playable. Um, I don't think I have any interest in any of the extra pieces. You know, Grayson Allen plays a bunch of minutes, and sometimes he's fine. Um, maybe you include him in your pool if you're playing a bunch of lineups, but he's not our main target for me. Um, I, I view these guys kind of like the Clippers when all three of them are playing. Like I'll, I'll, I'm usually down to play one of them, but probably not playing them together. Um, but I do think individually they're great plays. Like we've seen massive ceilings from Durant recently. We've seen massive ceilings from Booker. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm interested. All right, going to the Dallas side. This this is such a an interesting situation with Luca questionable. He's dealing with like back tightness, and Kyrie's dealing with like a thumb injury. Exum has been missing a lot of games with the heel injury. I don't know if this is a hot take. They're both going to play. I think Luke they're both Kyrie, play too. They're yeah. they're both playing, and this is just going to be a regular old game. Yeah, I think they play too. If they do sit, Tim Hardaway is the best player on the slate. Um, he chucks when luca and Kyrie are out um and this isn't even one of those games that if luca and Kyrie are both out we get Jaden hardy at 5k he's 3600 yeah, like, he yeah you you he's hot, absolute lock button like he's the lock button of the slate if both of these guys are out but i'm with you i think they both play let's talk if i mean we just talked if they don't play a lot of value a lot of value especially if exum sits too a lot of value yeah. um if Luca and Kyrie play, I mean, I think it's going to be a very competitive basketball game if they both play. Kyrie has been excellent at home this season. Luca has been excellent everywhere. He scored 97 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. He scored 50 actual points against Phoenix earlier this season. I think it was Christmas Day, right? Um, yeah, it was Christmas Day. Put up 50 actual points on Christmas Day. Kyrie did not play in that game for what it's worth. Um, talk to me with Dallas with these guys playing. If just one of them is out, I have interest in the other. If they both play, it's probably just Luca for me, but even still, that would just be in a 150 max setting because even though he went off last game, I think I'm going to have a lot of trouble getting up to Donovan Mitchell. i sorry, getting up to Luka Doncic, getting up to Giannis Antetokounmpo because I would just way rather play Donovan Mitchell um, and some of these other guys that we've uh, we've talked about, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Lamelo Ball, um, even Devin Booker at two thousand dollars, or Kevin Durant at two thousand dollars cheaper than Luka Doncic. I, I like this Anthony Edwards at eighty seven hundred. I really like this mid cheaper range, uh, this mid range of spend ups a lot more than the uh, 11 plus K guys on this slate. All right. Moving on. 
we have OKC at San Antonio back-to-back for the Thunder coming off of a closer game than I think a lot of people expected against Portland. They beat them by two. Um, 241 and a half total. Thunder still eight-point favorite. Jones is questionable for San Antonio. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to that side here. But he sprained his ankle, um, it sounds like, the other night. So I think that that is a legit question mark for Jones. But let's start with the Thunder. Thunder keep kind of doing their thing. SGA keeps kind of doing his thing. Uh, we talked about Jalen Williams on the podcast yesterday. He has been way more aggressive offensively recently. I like Jalen Williams in the San Antonio matchup. I like SGA. It's one of the best matchups you can get in the NBA. Um I think we're we're looking at SGA as a top end play as well. Yeah, this is gonna be a really, really annoying game because if this blows out, everybody's gonna bust. If this stays close, SGA could have 70 points, Jalen Williams could have 40 plus, Chet Holmgren could have 40 plus, Giddy could have 35. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be in one of those annoying games. I'm gonna be setting a lot of rules with this one and just saying like in every lineup, I have Wembenyana play one to two of Holmgren, Williams, and and SGA. Um, and every and if every lineup I play SGA, have one to two of Wembenyana and Devin Vassell, uh, and whoever else additionally becomes available if Trey Jones misses this game. So, um, this is going to be one that I'm either stacking or not playing. Yeah, I think that's a, a good way to approach this game. Um, it becomes a much more interesting game if Wimby was playing 35 minutes, but he's not, they are on a back. He's getting closer. Yeah, he is. He is um, back to back 27, 27, then back to back games of 28. Pop- I mean, Popovich is a liar, but he has said that they're getting close to being done with minutes limits for him. Um, so I do think like any of these games, not 35, but any of these games, we could see 31, 32 pop up. Yeah. And like it being in San Antonio, I mean, home crowd, you know, maybe Wimby plays a couple extra minutes in that, type especially of game. against Chet. Yep. Um, let's talk San Antonio. I mean, Wimby is 8,300 now. You know, this is a guy that was in the 9K range and we had interest in him, in, even on a minutes limit. I will say, though, I'm going to be watching this Jones news because if Jones ends up sitting here, I think Sohan becomes really interesting at 6K. But love Wimby. Sohan, if Jones is out. If Jones plays, it's probably just Wimby for me. Yeah, if Jones plays, it's just Wimby and Vassell. Vassell has just been smashing lately. Um, not only putting up uh, 15-ish shots a game, but playing high 30s minutes, um, getting a ton of assists, uh, just being super aggressive, rebounding the ball. Um, so Vassell, I would still be interested in too. But yeah, if, if Jones is in, it'd be just Wimby and Vassell. If Jones is out... Like I agree with you on the on the Sohan thing, but also Malachi Branham is three K. If he starts, um, just fire that up. Like we have the potential with some of these injuries on the slate, uh, guys that are questionable, to get some real, real serious value. And so um, I actually want to take it back to the beginning of the podcast where you were talking about like a max two Charlotte players for uh, or uh, if those guys, if a couple players are in. Um, and a max three if a couple of those players were out. And I was saying, like, no, nah, three or four. I actually take it back, and I think you were correct on that because I just didn't quite realize how 
high scoring this slate is going to be. Like this is there's a lot of players in a lot of really great spots. Yeah, eight game slate. There's only two games with a total under two thirty. A um, lot of fast paced teams. A lot of bad defenses playing tonight. So, speaking of that, we got Atlanta. Of, <laughs> Golden State. Yeah. yeah, sorry. A lot of impactful injuries too. That like, you know, we've seen DraftKings all year be like, uh, even if this guy's out, there's no value. Look at the if then projections. Uh, even if this guy's out, there's no positive RG values. All the best point per dollar plays on the slate are over ten k. That's not really the case on this slate. If guys are out, there's a lot of really, really underpriced players and some legit value. Let's keep talking about it. We got Atlanta at Golden State, 234.5 total. Golden State, 7.5 point favorite. Hunter, Matthews, and Trey Young out. <laughs> Another spot. Golden State, Moody, Paul, Peyton out. Podsy questionable. Let's start with Atlanta. Uh, again, DeJounte with no Trey Young. We talked about it the other day when I was talking about bets and how we should take advantage of DeJounte Murray's point prop, absolutely smashed. Um, I'm going right back to the well. I'm waiting for them to post it. It has not been posted yet in the hard rock, but uh, again, point guard is really strong on the slate. I, but DeJounte being shooting guard on DraftKings is huge because fantastic spot with uh Trey young already ruled out with the concussion protocol stuff. Jalen Johnson, he shot 18 times. He had a really bad shooting night the other night against Sacramento. Um, I don't mind potentially going back to the well on him or Bogdanovich in this one. I worry about Capella getting run off the floor size-wise. So I, if I was going to play Capella, I'd probably take a shot maybe on Bay. But I think it's DeJounte, clearly, and then Johnson, Bogdanovich for me on the Atlanta side. Yeah, I like that too. I, I would I would say probably... DeJounte one and then Johnson Bay for me, Bay over Bogdanovich, just because of the price. Um, the $900, I think, could go a long way on this slate because there's so many guys we want to play. Um, honestly, because of that, there's so many guys that we want to play. I'm kind of thankful that DeJounte actually is priced up a little bit at 8400 and not sitting there at like 75 because then it just like gets to the point where it's like, who the hell do I play? I want to get everyone in there. I'm trying to build a single entry lineup. I have a ticket. And all I want to do is MME because there's so many guys in the, that I want to get in the pool. Um, and so DeJounte at 8,400, I almost feel like, oh, if he goes for 50, I'm fine. If he's not in my lineup, you know, but he also does have that 60-point upside like we just saw. So 100% in play um, and rank, rank right up there with the Donovan Mitchells, the Lamella balls. And the thing is, it's not like Golden State's a good defensive team. Um, nope. they've really been struggling defensively and point guards. They're allowing the fifth most fantasy points per game to point guards. So like, it's a great spot for DeJounte with Trey out yeah. on the golden state side. I mean, another like pace up type of game here. Uh, this game's going to be fast. Atlanta plays fifth golden state plays 12th pace up here for the golden state warriors. Posse matters for me. I think like if he ends up sitting, I think Kaminga is someone that, is really looking at 30 plus minutes in this game. As much as I hate to say it, I think Andrew Wiggins plays 30 plus minutes here. If, if Podsy sits and I like pace up spots just in general, I think Curry is going to be the odd man out. And it feels so weird. Cause this spot, like this is a spot you could just see Steph, like rattle off like four or five threes in a row um, in a quarter and be like, Oh gosh, I hope he doesn't do this all game. 
Yeah, I think Steph is in a great spot. He's always in place, you know, always in play for GPPs, and he's going to be going stupidly low owned in this spot because of all the other great guard options that we have, um, especially at the point guard position. Uh, 9,100, there is still massive ceiling there. He's gone for 48 and 51 in the last two games. He's shown us close to a 60-point upside multiple times this year. Um, so, yeah, Steph's very much in play. If Podsy is in, it's probably just Steph for me, and I don't have any interest anywhere else. Um, if Podsy is out, um, I think there's more interest in Kaminga. Um but probably still not like a whole lot else. Like I like play, I guess is fine, but I, I just don't know how much is really there in the tank anymore. Um, he still had a couple solid games this year, but like there's no other way for him to get there. I mean, not that there has been any other way for him to get there ever other than just going off and hitting a bunch of threes, but the likelihood of that just feels a little bit lower now. And that is the true only way he can get there. All right, I'm going to save my last Golden State take for the morning grind game because my let's get weird GPV play of the day is from Golden State. So uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for this one. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got today? So, so uh, injury dependent. You know, like it could be, it could be Malachi Branham. It could be Jaden Hardy. It could be uh, Amen Thompson. As it stands right now, I think I'm going to – I feel very confident about uh, um, about uh, – what's his name? Uh, DeAndre Ayton sitting. And so I'm going to go with Duop Reef. Yeah, I like that call as well. I do I do end up think that he ends up sitting in this game. So I honestly thought you were going to take Jaden McDaniels um, when you were talking about him earlier, but – I, I don't mind him. Obviously, we're going to be waiting on just a ton of injury news in general here. But mine is kind of more of a tournament. Everyone knows that I like to be contrarian, especially with value plays. But give me Nick Smith Jr. from Charlotte. Rozier's gone. They like this guy. They've given him some run here recently anyway. Um, I think that we could potentially see him slide into that starting lineup for Rozier. Over 8K to go under 5X ton of awesome plays up towards the top today who do you got busting i will go with bam out of bio yep i'm gonna go dame i think this is that a, was my other one <laughs> yeah i think this is a Giannis slate uh, i like Giannis a lot more than i like dame so give me lillard and i mean lillard is one of those guys that you hate saying you know get weird and like uh just hate saying bust because he's a guy just when it's when it's dame time he just doesn't miss he had uh, 75 two days ago two games ago <laughs> he's a beast favorite 6x play today i will go with I don't know if there's uh, everybody. I was I, I was about to say three different names, and then each <laughs> time it was like, well, I guess that's dependent on this guy out. Well, I guess that's dependent on this guy being out. This sounds crazy at the price tag a little bit, but I'm gonna say Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. Just say Wemby. Um, <laughs> I 
Listen, it's DeJounte Murray for me. I think DeJounte Murray with Trey Young should being out should be nine at least nine K. Still underpriced here with Trey Young and concussion protocol. Uh, love this spot for DeJounte Murray. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I kind of gave a hint. Mine's from Golden State. Who do you got? Who do I got here? I'm going to go with Daniel Gafford. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be playing much Daniel Gafford today. So that's uh, that one is definitely. A, I take it back. I, I take it back. Say, a little too weird. I'm going to go Steph Curry. All right, there you go. Derek asked me if I'm going to say Looney. I can't tell you the last time I played Looney. Um, years for sure. Give me Dario Sarge at 5,300 here for Golden State. The minutes have been trending in the right direction. If Atlanta does force playing a, a guy like Okongwu and Capella, I think Sarge is going to be in line for extra minutes in this game. Really like Dario Sarge um, as a tournament play. He can do it all. He can assist, he can rebound, he can get stocks, and he can score. So Dario Sarge is my let's get weird GPP play of the day. If you are trailing in a big tournament or tra- trailing in a tournament just in general, he's a great pivot um, if you're looking at maybe somebody from San Antonio or this game in general. So uh, let's go to the betting portion of the show. Any pick em or player props that you like here? Nothing aggressively standing out to me the night before. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be looking to put a prize picks card together at some point, but they don't have a ton that I'm super pumped up about here the night before without knowing these injuries. And because there are so many questionable tags, they don't like, there aren't as many available guys that I, uh, that I want to get to because they're, they're like just kind of waiting on so many of these. There's like for total points right now, there's there's like 34 total players. So not a whole lot up the night before yet. For what it's worth, if you do play or if you are on prize picks or if you're not, well, first of all, sign up through the Road Grinders links. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you have already signed up, they do have a special this weekend. Get your your free square Christian McCaffrey over yeah. a, a half a rushing yard. So don't miss out on that one. I just um, found I, one. Oh, you got one. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Jared Allen, uh, over 20 or more than 29 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, I took. I already bet his um, point rebound prop at twenty six and a half on Hard Rock when we were talking about that game. So, uh, don't mind throwing the assist in there. I went for the point rebound route. Mine today is Lamelo Ball over twenty seven and a half points. Absolutely love this. He's averaging around twenty nine points per thirty six minutes with Rozier off the floor. Gets one of the best matchups in the NBA. NBA um, going up against. Detroit. So I really like the LaMelo ball over 27 and a half points. Hoping we can keep it rolling. Um, our boy that we talked about yesterday, D'Angelo Russell off to a good start. So we'll see if he can, um, and, end the night better than Michael Porter joining here start of the night. Uh, TJ, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. That's about it. Looking forward, uh, as always to, uh, whenever the next time is we link back up, but, Good luck to everybody today on this NBA slate. I'm going to be hopefully having some kind of sweat with a big ticket uh, going here. And I've just looked at the NHL stuff and I would have had a big sweat battling cheese for first place in the big GPP today if I wouldn't have switched my goalie. So tilting that a little bit, but uh, 
I think twice last week I, I finished like just one spot above cheese in an NHL GPP. So I guess it was his turn. There you go. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We're back Thursday talking hoops and football. We're going to talk both tomorrow on the podcast with Keith. Have a great one, everyone. We'll see you again tomorrow.